Welcome to Explore the Space. We're digging into healthcare issues that matter most. Our guests and conversations mine these issues for perspective and answers. There is a gulf between healthcare and our communities. This is the place to talk about it. Now here's your host, Dr. Mark Shapiro. Welcome back to Explore the Space. If, if you haven't heard of or ever read gomerblog.com before, I want you to just take a quick second, pause the podcast, go to gomerblog.com, G-O-M-E-R-B-L-O-G. It is one of the most delicious, sharp-witted, sometimes painful, and brilliantly satirical medical websites out there. And uh, it, is, it is a total blast to read. It is incredibly funny. And we are very lucky to have one of the editors and founders of Gomerblog joining us today, Dr. Lockwell. May or may not be his real name. We don't know. Dr. Lockwell, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. How do we get to a point where you say to yourself, I need to basically rip the top off of all of these things in medicine that we want to laugh at and maybe don't feel like it's okay to talk about and just say, you know what? Satire has its place. We love it. We're not, co- we're not trying to cause harm. We're not trying to hurt feelings. We need to laugh a little bit, though. How do, how do we get to Gomer Blog? So hanging out in the doctor's lounge in between cases, uh, I'm an anesthesiologist that shows my partner, the other editor on the site. Uh, we talk about various cases throughout, you know, throughout our medical career. Uh, not necessarily the patients, but the case or the certain diseases and things that we want to do medical school or, you know, we all go through the same experiences, so we joke about the same things. Well, one particular case comes to mind that really was uh, satire zero, if you will, Satire uh, zero. <laughs> That's great. G6PD deficiency. And uh, we've taken care of a fair number of patients with this, and I've never seen a critically ill G6PD. Not that this doesn't exist, but just haven't seen it. And it seems these patients are always on these meds that they shouldn't be on, uh, like common meds, like NSAIDs and Tylenol, things that are on that do not take medications, but they take it anyways. And they don't seem to be affected or... Uh, so we're joking about how it's kind of a nothing disease, and there's really nothing from an anesthesia standpoint that we're really worried about. You still look it up, and everybody remembers from med school as well that they shouldn't be taking or eating fava beans, and which is kind of funny because who eats fava beans? There's no fava bean pile at the grocery store. There's no fava bean candy bars, or like how they would accidentally eat fava beans. And so we came to the conclusion <laughs> that a drug rep would bring a fava bean salad to one of the G6PD conferences. Um, so we joked about that for a while, and uh, we said, oh, that would be a great Onion article, but um, definitely would fall flat on the Onion audience. Um, so naturally, we looked for a medical satire site, and uh, we're pretty good Google searches, searchers, and we couldn't really find anything. Uh, we found an old, old site from, like, the 90s called Q Theater, but they didn't put out anything, like, for the last 10 years or something like that. So um, we joked about, yeah, we should start one up. It would be so funny. We'd have all these ideas, you know, how people pipe dreams start. And uh, um, I just, I know, we were like, oh, what would we call it? And so we, we chose Gomer um, based off of um, not only the House of God series, of course, but um, also Scrubs, which is, you know, a super uh, popular staple among, you know, regular people, but also um, medical professionals because, right. you know, the most, almost the most accurate and it's a very funny show. So um, 
we called the Gomer blog and we just bought the website and uh, we said, oh, wow, we're really doing this. We, we should probably figure out how IT stuff works and how medical sites work and things like that. So um, it's really surprising how well it's taken off. Uh, we have a lot of guest authors sending in uh, their just hilarious satire articles and uh, you know, our job now is we kind of sift through ones that we like and post ones, um, you know, keep up with our fans who are fantastic. We get a lot of love on social media from our fans and emails um, and uh, try to keep the satire coming. So uh, you've, tap- a- you've tapped in then to not just you and your friend and your colleagues, but you're tapping into people who have a joke to crack or a funny story from anywhere that can find you. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's uh, it, it definitely struck a vibe. Um, I have a little advantage. I'm married to an internist, so I get to hear a lot of internal medicine stories often. And uh, so that helped us to reach out to um, some articles that were more internal medicine-based. And uh, um, I tried to get some of my other funny friends from med school to join up and write some articles. And, you know, they would send ideas here and there. But, uh, and then uh, my sister's a nurse. So I hear a lot of nursing stories as well. So uh, it was good, good content base before we could reach out to certain specialties that uh, can give their own take on medical satire and medical jokes. Yesterday I was getting ready, you know, looking back through the archives a little bit, and I was showing one of my friends your site, and I was genuinely worried about his well-being for a few minutes because he was laughing so hard. And my wife always teases me because I'll start laughing and something will happen. And then I'm just kind of incapacitated for 10 minutes because I'm in hysterics. And basically for a good chunk of time, we were just, we were broken because (laughs) without stepping on the jokes, people will go to the site and they'll, they'll read them. It's just, it's really, really funny. Um, I want to ask you, you, you mentioned the onion and that's such a great comp. Uh, for Gomer blog within the world of medicine. Have you ever had the experience that I think the onion has more than one occasion where people think one of your headlines is real? Yeah, we, we actually get that a lot. And uh, <laughs> a lot of times I can sh- shake my head. I mean, nothing's really been picked up by um, a major news source that we can tell. Um, I think the most, um, the biggest one that comes to mind is we were written about on Snopes. Dot com. Okay. And uh, it was about the beverages being left open at the nursing station. So for all those that don't know, there's a big rule about don't have food or drink at the nurse's station. So we had an article that, you know, there's a container left open at the nurse's station to drink, and three people died. Because of, you know. <laughs> this so podcast is going to be a problem people. because I'm going to keep laughing. <laughs> So these rules are in place, and they're really funny rules, and they're made by bureaucrats and, you know, re- maybe retired nurses or retired docs, and they're not really practical um, in the sense. And, you know, we can relate to them. And yeah. what's the point of not having an open container at the nursing station? It really isn't too much. Um, someone might die. And so <laughs> and it sounds very ridiculous, but someone out there, multiple someones, thought it was real, and Snopes had to publish an article saying that, no, this did not happen. We oh looked into it. So, so an open coke container didn't kill anybody at the nurse's station. Um, but we get that a lot. Yeah. Um, if you look in our Facebook comments, you know, people will say, well, I don't believe this. And, <laughs> and then our fans are quickly to shut them down and say, this is that terror. 
Um, what sort of so what sort of response have you gotten from people who are outside of medicine? Do people gravitate to this? Do they find it? Do they like it? Do they get it? Because it is. I mean, these are inside jokes in a lot of ways. Some of them are not, but a number of them. I you know I'm looking. Last, you know, I'm thinking that I see the one we always write for physical therapy and occupational therapy. So we always write in an order set or, you know, PT slash OT. And they are always the same. And one of your posts was PT and OT file for divorce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if other people might get that yeah. joke um, per se. But um, we have another one where the American Academy of Pediatrics increased the recommended age for car seats up to 17 years old. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> There's a father of five, this this really struck a home for me and how we have you know, the kids it keeps increasing from one to two and um you know, so I think articles like that we get response from the non medical community. People share that that kind of stuff on their pages. We just had another recent one, um medical specialties in Star Wars and characters. Uh-huh. And uh we dabbled in Photoshop here and there and um, we had some cool pictures, and I think uh, some non-medical specialty like it. I think just as, even as a general public, we are obsessed with our own health, and we always look into it. We always look for the next best thing. And so well, I think the general public is a little bit more educated, and some of us give, us, give them credit for to get some of these jokes, um, and sometimes a little too educated, and we do make fun of that as well. Did you think that you were going to get to this sort of level of comedy. Um, I mean, do you guys have a comedic background? Is this, did, this is, this is good call. This is good quality comedy. It's creative. It's fun. Um, it's not crude or gross. It's not blue. It, where, where did that sort of come from in terms of saying we can get to a really, really high level of high quality, reliably funny comedy. <laughs> I, I think that's a fear. You're a content provider of always worrying about, Running out of good, good, good jokes, good comedy. Um, I was, you know, we got to a certain point that other people wanted in on this, and it yeah. was fantastic. You know, the more the merrier. There's plenty of other funny doctors out there, and we'd like even more. You know, to have even sharper. You know, to um, we have so many articles in our queue that um, some may never get published, and some might not for a couple months. So I always make a joke that if we die, the site will run for about you know six weeks. <laughs> do you think people um, realize that doctors and healthcare providers can be this funny in this in this number i mean I, it, people don't always think that their docs their nurses their staff people are going to be able to crack good jokes um i think this kind of puts that myth to rest yeah yeah um i always I go by the standard that the anesthesiologist is the funniest guy in the room. Um, luckily, we have uh, some drugs to help us out before surgery. <laughs> right, right. And uh, so we can, we, I can practice my shtick, and they might not remember it. You know, I uh, I think the funniest one is I put this, uh, I was like, I think she was in her 70s. And uh, right before I give my pre-meds, I say, you know, I'm going to get a lot funnier here in a little bit. And she goes, tell me a joke. <laughs> and I go, okay, um, how does the moon cut his hair? And she's, she goes, I don't know how. I go, eclipse it. And she just stared at me. She goes, if the jokes are going to be this bad, just put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the the so, one that I um, saw that I think is my favorite right now that's still in the lead is uh, Yiddish to be introduced into official medical terminology. That did me right on so many levels. The Language Council of Hospitals and Institutions of Medicine, L'Chaim. 
Oh my God. <laughs> when you saw that, you had to know that was gold. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> we definitely laugh at a lot of the, the titles and things that were sent in. That was something by this author. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's fun. Like some of these are very specific, like you said, and maybe sometimes docs only get, and sometimes nurses might get a little bit more. Um, and we try to publish articles that hit all the different specialties as best we can. Um, I would say if we have any complaint, our complaint is, is oh, they never talk about RT or, you know, some of these uh, little bit smaller medical specialties. And uh, to that, we say, you know, send us send us your ideas. And we'll switch them or, you know, publish your stuff if that's what we need. And, so do you have people reaching out to you saying, Hey, make fun of us. We want, we want to be in the, we want to be in the. Um... <laughs> yeah. Isn't that awesome? But that's I think amazing. that's one of the cooler things is like, Oh, how come you guys aren't making fun of us? You know? Yeah. <laughs> you look through your of... archive. I mean, it's everybody. It starts at allergy and it goes all the way down to vascular. And there's what? 40 categories in between there. Yeah. We, uh, nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. And, uh, yeah, and you know that's that's what makes it fun because we don't have an angle. Um, you know, we we try to stay away from maybe hot button issues, but yeah. we have dived into the political world. We've hit from both sides, and of course, you know, we don't we don't have a bias when it comes to comedy. What looks funny gets you know gets published, and um, and sometimes people complain like, "Oh, you, you were mean to this patient." And it's like, well, you know, read the next article because we're mean to the doctor that just took care of that fake patient in the fake article. You know? <laughs> And, <laughs> That's right. when you when you put the word look when we took care of the fake patient in the fake article it does it does sort of change the perspective is that a good way to handle blowback so when someone does sort of come back to you and say hey this was unfair or this was mean spirited or whatever you, is that is that the kind of the the standard counter this is fake yes and you know we do get the the other argument and uh, well it hurt, you know hurts the community and you know I guess maybe comedy isn't for everybody and. Um, and you know, we won't, we won't be intentionally rude or intentionally mean to certain groups, but, um, this is stuff we deal with. And, um, you know, if you ever even hang out at the nurse's station, um, for a day, you can find a whole month's worth of going walk material. You know, some of the nurses are the funniest, most satirical workers in the healthcare community. And they're not making fun of, you know, the patient in 227, Mrs. Jones, they're making fun of getting their call light thing, you know, too much or the charting that they have to do or, um, same goes for our doctor's lounge. I don't want to get the impression that we're making fun of, you know, Bill or, or something. We're, we're joking about just as everyone jokes about their job and yeah. the, the pitfalls and the, and the triumphs of our job. And I actually, I think that's a really important distinction because obviously when someone is going to look at something satirical, I would imagine that all of your contributors take a lot of pride in their work and they're not. And I mean, I've looked at a lot of your site. This isn't making fun of patients. If anything, it's making fun of the docs, the infrastructure with which we do the best job we can to take care of patients. Um, and, and then just some of the absolutely insane circumstances that can come up on a day to day basis in a hospital. There are a couple of, there's one target that is a very solid target. And I think you guys get a lot of mileage out of is making fun of healthcare administration. Is that is? Would you say that's one of your ripest and most uh, most easily targeted uh, subjects? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think they're fair. I mean, they're kind of the um, Darth Vader, if you will, of healthcare. Where I mean, they're 
there's a little empathy yet towards the healthcare administration. Yeah. Um, and they may not be getting into the too serious things, but I mean, you look at healthcare costs and administration um, jobs and their salaries and how that has increased over doctors and physicians and, and nursing and all the other specialties, RTs and pharmacists, et cetera, going on forever. Um, so there's a lot of frustration there. And some of the rules that are put in place, there's frustration with those. And uh, so everyone can kind of relate to it. So they definitely get to the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we have any articles from their point of view. <laughs> so well, so let's say a hospital so. administrator wrote, uh, wrote, wanted to write a funny counter to the post from Dr. Schnabel that was hospital administrators thinks high healthcare costs fixed by hiring more hospital administrators. If they came back with a rebuttal and they wanted to write something funny, that would be allowed. That's fair game too, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 That'd be, and we, we'd encourage that, but, um, they might just be scared to go out there and, and to put it out. So yeah, hospital administration is a, is a big one. Other big stuff is, um, chronic pain, like the lauded, yeah. Or the pain scale, uh, man. It, the pain scale is is a funny invention. <laughs> the, the the joke about the bowl of Percocet in the in the emergency department waiting room, when that article went up, that went viral at my hospital and amongst my friends and colleagues so fast. <laughs> That's another one that we thought that some people thought was real, especially yeah. from the non medical community. Where are they doing this? They can't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you re- do you try to reply to those things and and remind them this was a joke, or do you just let it roll? Um, we did maybe in the early days, but you know, um, it's not like we're too big to interact with our fans. I think we interact with our fans quite a bit as much yeah. as we can. Um, but you know, I'd spend all day telling people it's fake, or um, you know. If, if they can't figure it out and they're driving out looking for Percocet, then anyway, you know, that's on them. But <laughs> that's fair. The Percocet Bowl. So where, where's the Percocet Bowl going next? Where's Gomer Blog going next? Obviously, you've, you've got a foothold. You've got amazing contributors. Um, there, there's clearly a, a demand. As you said, Scrubs was the best show. I, I had Z-Dog MD, who's another brilliant satiricist uh, in the world of medicine. We both agreed Scrubs was the, the all-time champion on television in terms of both realism and also just being a hilarious medical show. Gomer Blog's picking up that torch for sure and running with it, just using a different platform. Where are you guys going next? What's what's coming? Uh, I, think, I think just concentrating on keeping the content fresh, even it's funny, um, you know, like we mentioned earlier, just you, you have the fear of running out of um, jokes, but they, they keep coming, you know, like they, uh, the topics are still there and they're still pertinent and they forever will be, you know. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, even when Dr. Oz dies off, you know, there's going to be another guy to replace him that we can make fun of. And um, just staying on that course, I think it's done really well. You know, we, we get about 2 million page views a month, wow. which is phenomenal. And we couldn't be happier for all the fans that love us and spread spread articles around to their friends. Uh, I recently changed jobs and in the director's laundry, there's a blog article hanging on the wall and you know, stuff like that. Makes you really excited and makes you really pumped that hey, what we're doing, people are laughing, and that's, that's the main goal, you know. Absolutely. Make, the, make people's lives 
medicine line is just a little easier, a little funnier. And keep getting, you know, um, whether or not we get articles, we still get emails. Hey, you should um, make a joke about so-and-so. And, you know, um, even though they don't feel like they can write the article, they give us little ideas of things to hit. Are you looking forward to the rise of the website that starts making fun of Gomer blog? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see what that. That, what that, that could get like. pretty twisted, but it's got to come. Right? Someone's <laughs> someone's got to make fun of you like, guys. Uh, circumstance on the web is satirical yeah. behavior. You're getting two million page views a month. You guys are going to start getting pretty big. You know, we're going to start needing to poke fun at the big guy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. What about so we, leveraging uh, things like video, um, audio, that sort of thing? Or are you going to stick with the format that you have right now, which is clearly working? I'm not questioning what you're doing, but do you want to try to grow and expand into other platforms, or are you pretty excited with just what Gomer Blog is doing right now? So we're full-time physicians, and yeah. like I said, full-time parents. So it's been kind of a hobby that's um, become more of a hobby, not so much time-wise, but just popularity-wise, and, um, you know, we've always talked about, you know, like, oh, wow, what if we quit our jobs? Can we just do this full-time? How fun would that be? Um, and, uh, you know, I would like to just hang out with someone who uses VDoc. How, how long does it take him to make a video? And yeah. His videos are really well-produced, even touching that market. Um, right now, with just, you know, two guys running a website, <clears throat> um, I think it would be a little much at this point. Uh, we're always open to it. We have put out little uh, videos in the past, uh, like the you know the Hitler fall down article uh, video, and uh, we did another one um, of this crazy Spanish guy's interview. And uh, so we, we've done a little bit of things like that, and I'd like to do more. I have some ideas for some videos in the future. Just uh, just gotta find the time in the day. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. In the meantime, while you're trying to sort that out, please keep doing what you're doing because it does brighten up the day. Uh, it does sort of deflate maybe our sense of self-importance a little bit, which I think is also very, very valuable. Um, I think it's a great leveler of the playing field, both for people who are on the providing side, the physicians, the nurses, the RTs, and also people who are there because they need health care to just sort of say, look, we all have foibles. We can all joke. We can all laugh. Uh, and I think it's incredibly valuable to have something like this out there. I don't mean to get too touchy feely about it, but this is good stuff. And, you know, satire is always important and it's always valuable on behalf of all the hospitalists out there. Please come at us more, more jokes about hospitalists. We're ready. We can take it. And it is such a funny field. I think that, you know, it's the fastest growing field in medicine. So it should therefore be the fastest growing field on Gomer blog. That's right. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta rip on those hospitals a little bit more. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be looking forward to it. Dr. Lockwell, this was wonderful. I really appreciate you taking the time. Keep going with Gomer blog. If you've ever got something you want to come back and tell us about something, you, a particular post that really just needs to get plugged, you come right out, you come right back and you let us know. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. This is pretty fun. And, uh, again, would like to thank all the fans of Gomer blog, all your fans. And, uh, yeah, I hope it keeps continuing for years to come. Absolutely. Gomerblog.com. Check it out. Thanks again. Thank you for listening to Explore the Space. Visit us on our website, explorethespaceshow.com. And please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. 
Follow us on Twitter at ETS Show. And you can email Dr. Shapiro by writing to mark at explorethespaceshow.com.